Hello, everyone. Welcome to our show today. My name is John Drummond, or Yang Haowen. Hello, 大家好，欢迎各位再度来到 Angie 英文。我是 Angela. We have a great episode for you today with my good friend Anne, who's known around the Taiwanese and professional community as Anne Liao. 对的，今天我们请到了社会公益创业家 Anne 来跟听众朋友们做一些社会创新的分享。My guest today is Taiwanese. However, she has grown up all over the world, speaking all different languages. She is a social entrepreneur, design thinker, educator, lover of trying new things, and so much more. So, everyone, please welcome my good friend Anne. Hey, hey, John, how's it going? What's Up and thank you so much for joining us today on NG Ingwen. Could you grace our lovely audience with what are you doing in the world? Hey everybody,、um, I'm Anne. I'm a social entrepreneur based here in Taipei, Taiwan.、Uh, my area is more because social innovation is kind of like a big buzzword. So my area is、um, I work a lot in sustainable fashion. Uh, food tech, like you know, beyond meat, like kind of future of food products, and then also education. So these are my three areas. Really beautiful fields to be in, having such impact. Food tech, sustainable fashion, sustainable fashion, and education. Amazing, Anne. So today, I was hoping we could touch a little bit on all of those things, and then share about your language journey and your living all over the world journey. But I was hoping we could start with kind of food tech today and food science. Cool. As an event in April that's going on right now is something that you are helping organize. Is that correct? Yes. Yes. So、um, it's all about、uh, burgers. I'm a big fan of burgers, but there's a little twist. It's called the Future Burger Festival, and it's all about looking at a burger in a different way, not just like you know as a cultural. Um, icon burger is very pop culture, but it also can teach us a lot about food because each layer. Our slogan is an ecosystem in every bite. So you know, looking at the distinct different layers,、uh, how things are made, thinking about food security because it's such an efficient design. Burgers, right? Like you can take it anywhere with you. You don't have to use your hands. You do, but like you know, it's covered. You have to use knives and forks. So just like it's a really fun way to think about food. Wow, so cool to think about a burger right now, and you're so right. There's so many components of a burger. It crosses culture. Yeah, it crosses, crosses boundaries. You know, like the rice bun with、right? the moss burger. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So cool. And so the future of burgers. Well,、right? yeah, future burgers.、Uh, uh, burgers to fit for the future. Fit for the future. Yeah, yeah. Burgers fit for the future、yeah. is this event. Yes. And so, can you talk a little bit about? What would if somebody went to this event?、Mm. What are they going to experience?、Mm -hmm. So the unique thing about this year, it's our first year.、Um, we, even though we've been planning for like two years now, but when we're thinking about this, it was really you know what can we do during、uh, the year that is not like veganuary、um, in January, right? Because many people know about vegans in January, but we really looked into the data, right? Like. Eighty percent, ninety percent of people aren't vegans, but food is related to everybody, right? Climate is related to everybody. Food security, right? Because if there's no rain, there's not going to be food. <laughs> And so we're constantly thinking about like what's something that is efficient. It can supply us with like nutrition, both like vegetables and like protein, but also it's like easy to eat. Right for kids and adults, like anybody could eat a burger, right? And so you know, for us, it's like 
instead of you going to a physical festival, which is something that we wanted to do, but it's not going to be something like that this year just because of COVID. We're trying to keep things like easy for the first year. And so instead, you'll be driving to those restaurants because we also want to support the F&B industry, like the restaurants who are creating so much good things for everybody. Um, you know, instead, we should be supporting them during these two years of um, COVID. They've been, you know, highly affected. Yeah. And so for them, it's also a way for them to get to know, you know, uh, how do you design a meatless? Cause it is a meatless burger. It's a meatless burger festival. Um, being creative, whether it be like they already had a burger, they're creating like unique combos for us, or it's a completely new burger design concept. So it's only limited, um, for the month of April. Wow. So cool. So it's a meatless burger festival. Yeah. And it's not in a physical location. It's actually going out to these different restaurants throughout the yeah. month. You can order it like directly on, you know, um, delivery platforms that they're on. So for example, um, you know, some of them, some of the common apps that you may know of. So you can just, you know, order on there. So what restaurants are actually involved with this festival? Uh, so a couple of the brands, um, that have created like completely new, uh, burgers. Um, there is Body Fit with Just Kitchen. Um, there's also a Red Room Rendezvous. Uh, they've created a Manif. Yeah, oh, Manif. Yeah, cool. yeah, really cool. Um, fusion, sort of like Indian inspired um, burger, as well as Bacon Hood. They've also created their own um, burger as well. So really, yeah, I'll just share these three, and then you can check out our map. Because we have a map that you can check it out and support all the different brands. It's so cool. And I, I really love the way you're thinking about this, the design thinking and making it meatless and kind of bringing some creativity to some restaurants and supporting them along the way. Mm. And there's Very actually cool. a key thing. We want to collect the data because as a consultancy company that's doing this, we really want to know what do people want? You know, we're very driven by um, people, what they want, what they want to see uh, on the market, something fun, you know, something that's not like so stressful. Um, and burgers are always fun to eat, different like sauces and things. So yeah, I really hope that you guys will enjoy some of the burgers it's so cool you're such a boss i can i can feel the energy and it seems like yeah you you are in the world of business really focusing on the data focusing on what people want giving the people what they want and yeah it's so important you know cool. we can't just think oh this is what you want we want to know what you want the market will decide yes, yes. business 101 friends the market will always decide but it's always great to be creative i love that so thinking a little bit about the future, as I'm sure you guys are like light years into the future with your thinking, as I can see your mind already spinning, Miss Anne, but what does the future look like for some of the work you're doing in food tech? Yeah, so um, definitely more investing in this area, especially with APAC. Uh, APAC, the R&D here uh, is, yeah, it's booming, right, in different places, but we, I'm like especially focused in Taipei right now, we brought in uh, Food Hack Taipei. So Food Hack Global is uh, originally from Switzerland. They're the largest food tech platform in the world. Um, and they're doing a lot in the investment side. And we want to bring these like good opportunities to Asia, to APAC and to, to Taiwan. Um, and so we brought in Food Hack Taipei this year. So I'm really excited to be hosting some really cool dinners lunches and where people can learn about you know what's happening with the future food like 3d printed steaks and like salmon um just a really a lot of really great inventions 3d printed steaks wow I, it's all right my curiosity has i have so many questions you're, you're gonna come right yeah i'm good I'm, 
<laughs> I was hoping you were going to invite me. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I would love to be there. I I just am so excited to think about that. 节目上半段这边一开始啊，我们来宾提到他的工作呢，主要是在做跟时尚永续发展、跟食品科技还有教育有关的社会创新。例如这几年全球不是掀起一股舒适风潮吗？越来越多人呢，为了帮助地球减碳，开始选择以植物性饮食代替传统肉类或是奶制品。像摩斯汉堡，他们就为了取代传统牛肉、猪肉而出的未来汉堡。这个植物肉牌、植物肉汉堡牌，就是来宾他专业的这个食品科技里的一个主题。好，而且这个月呢，他们还特地举办了一个未来汉堡节，来让大家更认识这种新的饮食方式。只是因为疫情的关系呢，它其实不是一个实体的节日，而是比较偏向一种运动、一种活动。好，就是有特别跟几间餐厅合作出这个汉堡。像如果有在健身的听众朋友们，可能就有听过这间专门做健康餐盒的公司——健康盒 Body Fit， 好，或者是之前有提过这个红房餐酒馆等等，都有跟他们合作。那消费者如果想吃的话呢，就可以直接透过外送平台来点汉堡的种类，而且透过这样子的活动，来宾跟他的团队还能够借由消费记录来做资料统计，了解社会大众需求，看他们大家喜欢的到底是偏哪一种、哪一种方向、哪一种口味，好，以便未来呢来设计提供适合的产品。另外，他们也提到，因为像是 APEC 亚太经济合会的成员国啦，还有食品科技这类领域的都在 booming， 都在迅速发展。好，加上他们在台北的团队呢，也引进了一个来自瑞士，同时也有在做非常多投资，而且还是全球最大的这个食品科技平台，好来帮助亚太地区带来更多的发展机会。所以相信未来呢，会有更多的人来投资食品科技这块领域。如果有兴趣的话，大家待会可以上网去搜寻未来汉堡节，或者是追踪他们的办的这个餐会，好了解更多像是3 D 列印的牛排等未来食品的相关资讯哦。我个人是已经看了一些影片了，真的很很酷哎，没想到真的可以用列印喷墨的方式来做一块植物性的牛排，而且是真的可以切一块一块，然后拿去煎哦，是不是很神奇？至于当初为什么来宾他会开始接触食品科技业，其实是因为他之前算是在工作性质呢，就是比较偏以时尚为基础。那你也知道，我们做衣服的时候，如果是做环保布料的话，不少纺织原料都其实是由食物制作而成的，像用咖啡渣做的这个呃运动机能衣啦，好快感、超快感的那种，好还或者是像用香菇做的皮革等等。所以，时尚领域的研究开发常常都更出于跟我们吃的东西有密切关系，而且食物又跟我们的日常生活息息相关，所以也就让我们来宾有了一个一些改变的想法，希望可以成为把这种新科技，成为把这种呃利用厨余做衣服的发明呢发扬光大的助力，所以呢也就慢慢进入了食品科技的领域。来，我们听下半段之前，先复习一下几个刚才访谈里提到的字。首先，这个 sustainable 它有可以持续、长久维持的意思。那 sustainable fashion 我们一般就是理解成可以永续发展的时尚。其他常见的用法还有像是永续能源 sustainable energy， 还有永续农业 sustainable agriculture。再来，刚才一直提到的这个食品科技啊，我们说 food technology。
，或者比较口语一点的话，就可以直接说 food tech。那所谓的社会公益创业家和社会创新，他们的英文说法就是前面来宾提到的 social entrepreneur and social innovations。最后，他们在这段有提到好几次的 Beyond Burger， 指的就是我们四月份举办的未来汉堡节，他们的这个未来汉堡。好，值得注意的是呢，虽然用一般我们熟悉的 future 也可以表示出未来的意思，但是如果以有超出某种程度范围，在更远处意思的这个 beyond 来表达未来，就更能显现出一种超越的境界。And so, how did you actually get involved with the world of food tech? I think that's really interesting. Thanks for asking. Um, so at first, I was doing education design thinking,、um, and I realized that you know within the climate space,、um, food is like something that's super important, right? I was doing more fashion-based things, but you start learning that with the fashion R and D, a lot has to do with food waste, turning food waste into apparel and textiles, right? We have like coffee ground、um, textiles, we have like fungi, like mushroom leather, all these really cool things. And then, so you know, food was just like a natural next step because it's something relative. It's a very you know, people like to talk about food. People like to eat food. So I think a lot of the impact can come from this area. And I think thank thanks to like Beyond Meat and like Omni Pork and、um, and Taiwan's like Sun Gift for like supporting. So Future Burger Festival is also connected to these brands. They've sponsored our 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 festival, and so you know these inventions. You just know that hey, this is the next step, right? There are so many gaps in the market that we need、um, to fulfill in food.、Um, so I just can't wait to like see what's gonna what's gonna happen. So cool. Helping people come along on this wonderful journey with food and maybe food fashion and the way we think about food, very very cool. You can wear it. You can eat it. <laughs> you can wear it. You can, you can eat it, it. You can build new use、things. it as art. Yeah, yeah. building materials as well. Like yeah. yeah, yeah, right. So cool. So many things. Thanks to our wonderful planet, we gotta protect it, guys. <laughs> yeah, World Earth Day, guys. Yeah, coming World... up twenty second of April. That's right. Later this week. Is World Earth Day, so April twenty second. Mark your calendars. Do a fun post. Eat some, some future burgers. Eat some future <laughs> burgers. You know, kiss some kiss some cows. Exactly. Be grateful. Good vibes. Do you think we could switch gears a little bit? Yeah. To kind of the story of Anne from a global mindset and a linguistic mindset. So, can you start us off with Anne? What are you doing in Taiwan? Oh, I, so I came back to Taiwan in 2013, but you know I grew up in six different countries prior. So like prior,、Amazing. I was from 18, like before 18, I was in South Africa. Grew up in South Africa, and then I moved to United States. I was in North Carolina, and then I was in Holland, the Netherlands, and then I moved to Australia, I、uh, Taiwan, and then Australia, Taiwan, South Korea. And so,、um, for some of those schools, there are always local schools, like English-speaking countries. I was in、uh, local schools, like in the states. I was in a public school.、Um, in South Africa, was public school more British,、um, Anglican,、um, and then in like countries like South Korea, Taiwan, because I can't read or write Chinese,、um, and nor Korean. So I was in international school. Um, but I had to take on a lot of different languages, like French and like Spanish. Just a bunch of different things, but at the end, I'm the best in English because that's my mother tongue. <laughs> yeah, 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 it's it's so cool, and what what a 
fascinating story there too of kind of growing up in six different countries in in the pivotal in the molding yeah adolescence and shaping you into the woman you are today and it's so cool because you bring so much of that cultural perspective from all those places now into the work you're doing and so thinking a little bit too about the languages you're using the most as mm. you are living now in taiwan what would you say you're focused on mostly i think that's such a like interesting like, question to ask because um, I think Chinese. I was always a little bit stuck when I first came back to Taiwan because I had, you know, in my brain I was using English, but then like with numbers I would want to use Chinese because like certain words are just easier to process in certain languages, yeah. right? So Chinese is very efficient in like numbers, and then and then, but I had to switch gear to English sometimes, and also my grammar was a bit weird. My tone was flat. So sometimes the things I would say, people wouldn't be able to capture what I was saying. But I think living here now for almost seven years, um, my tone to capture sound has become more efficient. And so I can switch gears much quicker. Mm. And my Chinese is much more fluent, which is really good because I'm a public speaker. So I have to speak in Chinese and I have to teach in Chinese. I also teach at Xue Xue Institute. In Neihu. I do TEDx at Shui Shui. Oh, okay. I yeah, do I know, TEDx no, I know, I know that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. With Yuki, right? Yeah, with Yuki. Yeah. Oh, yeah, my God. Yeah. You, you teach there. Yeah, I teach at their experimental high school. Like circular, yeah, circular design. Sustainable oh my God. design, yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Wow. So cool. And yes, yeah, so of course, teaching in Chinese, in, in Chinese using that on the day-to-day. But then now with your kind of global thinking mm -hmm. you're still mostly in english yes and i want to share something funny because the students i'm very honest with my students and um, because we're very project focused and i tell them like hey you know this is like my background i can't read or write chinese but i can google translate and read the chinese um and then now they their presentations are all like dual language they're all english and chinese so it's kind of like taking my class is like an extra English class for them. It's like a language exchange class <laughs> yeah. with Professor Anne now. Yeah. Amazing. Wow, Quite that's funny. so cool. Could people still sign up for your classes? Oh, unless you're a high school student. <laughs> okay, so it's a high school level. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a, but I do actually want to run some like of the things that we're doing because it's so interesting. And if you guys are interested, you can also find me and tell me like, hey, you should open this class. We want to learn about sustainability in English. Then I would, I might consider if the numbers are good. I think you're going to have some fans after this show, to be honest. I mean, I'm a big fan of and yours And then I'll now. feed you guys future burgers, and then everybody's happy. It's a win-win. Look yeah. at you, businesswoman over here. Educator, a burger eater, a meatless burger eater, future of food thinker, so many cool things. So thinking a little bit about all the countries you've lived in, all the languages you've really been exposed to, could you give us maybe some insight, anything you've learned over that journey? Because I had to take a bunch of different languages, like from Zulu in school, Afrikaans, Dutch, Spanish, French. I failed French terribly. Um, and of course, like English and, and Mandarin Chinese. For me, my insight is learning different language helps to expose us to different confidence levels. Because certain languages, like certain words that you would use to describe something, just adds that extra like confidence booster. Right. Mm -hmm. um, and so for me or or stillness, even like calmness. So when I'm actually wanting to share something like something educational um, that is more like firm, it would be in English. It's more straight to the point. It's very direct. But then if I wanted to be more like I, I guess I come off a bit calmer, 
more like softer spoken, I would use Chinese.、Mm, that's beautiful. Yeah, well, well said. To think about that too is, yeah, and that is it's poetic. Chinese is very poetic in、yeah. that way, and it's very like. It's more agile. Yes, there's a lot of things that's not like you don't say it to the point, right? You say kind of there's like a bit of space for people to, hey, what does that mean? Yes, you know, and it drives people crazy. Oh, I know. When like, I think about the business I run, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's yeah. difficult because because we can be really like if you if you've grown up with English as your dominant language, you just want to say it like exactly the way you want it, and you want to get things done now. But in Chinese, it's more like, hey, you know, giving a little bit of space and like the wind comes from the east、yeah. on Tuesdays. I've I've learned to like yin yang, <laughs> you know, yeah, yin yang. yang. I've I've learned to be a little bit more、mm. like balanced. Beautiful, yeah, yin yang. That is,、uh, yang. yeah, that that yang, ta yang di yang, is my my Mandarin last name. Oh, okay. And I got it from yin yang. Yeah, yeah, super cool. Very so very learn, insightful. Yeah, language is super important. Well said. Well said. Build that confidence from many cultures. Well, Anne, thank you for joining us today、thank、on、you. NG Ingwen. It's a pleasure. You are a breath of fresh air. Really, your your energy is radiating. I can't wait to see all the cool things you're doing in the world. Question: I love to end with on NG Ingwen is if you could go back and talk to a younger Anne, would there be any advice you give yourself about language, life,、mm. anything? Yeah, so I think I would tell the younger Anne like the most important thing is really aligning your heart and your head. You know, because I think being, especially if you want to end up having your own venture or like building something, you really need that endurance, and the energy really comes from like your core, right? Being authentic,、um, something that you're really passionate about, that you is is something that you care about deeply. So this is something that you can't like not care about. You you know, it's not it's something that will sustain you if you can align your head. Which is like the logic, the thinking, with like your core values, and something that you have to take a long time to think about, but it's very, very important. Beautiful words of wisdom, right there. Aligning your head and your heart, and I couldn't agree more because, you, like you said, yeah, when you need that, that extra little boost, that little motivation from yourself, it it helps when you are aligned with something your heart values. Well, well said. Well, Anne, where can people find the Meatless Burger Festival going on this month? Where can they find more about your life online?、Mm. You can find me on Instagram. I use Instagram a lot,、um, so it's Hey Liao. That's my handle. Hey, like Hey, you know, H E Y, and then L I A O. That's my personal one. And you can find the Future Burger Festival on the T H E the, and then Future Burger Festival. Beautiful, Hey Liao. Hey Liao, I love that. And Liao being your <laughs> my my last your name. last name, yeah, your Mandarin、yeah. last name, love it. Hey Liao, and at the Future Burger Festival, both on Instagram, both on Instagram. She is a millennial. We're only on Instagram these days. I know, no TikTok, guys. Sorry. <laughs> love it, awesome, and well, thank you so much for joining us today, and we'll talk to you next time. Bye. 下半段一开始，我们这位在六个不同国家长大、七年前才搬回台湾的来宾分享到呢，虽然他从小住过南非、荷兰、台湾、韩国跟澳洲，也都在这几个国家念过书、学过不少外语，但是说来说去呢，还是英文最流利。只是之前刚回来台湾的时候，如果有需要数数，他还是会习惯性用中文去数，<笑>跟我一样，不管住在哪个国家，只要是数数字或者。是报电话号码或者数钱，都一定是直觉性用中文。
哦，不过因为他现在回来也有好几年了，加上整个环境都是讲中文，而且他除了有在内湖的一间实验高中教永续设计以外，也常常会办公开演讲，各种练习都帮他加快了练中文的速度。现在整个就是可以中英切换来去自如。如果有想要请来宾凯可跟他学 sustainable design， 学这个永续设计的话呢，可以找个时间联络一下，询问相关资讯哦。另外，来宾他也谈到了他在各国成长的语言学习过程跟心得，好像是在南非除了英文以外，就势必也是要学当地的祖鲁语和南非荷兰语嘛，好，就是祖鲁和 Afrikaans， 或者是像西班牙文、法文、荷兰文等等。也都要学。有趣的是呢，在他学了这么多语言之后，虽然过程有点艰辛，但是这样的经历其实能够提升我们在某些语言某方面的自信，某方面的这个能表达能力。好像他个人呢，就是如果需要呈现一个直接、简单、扼要的态度的话，那用英文表达就再适合不过，因为英文本身就是一个比较直接的语言嘛，对不对？但如果用中文的话呢，就会变成一种比较。婉转柔和的语气，那这现象当然除了跟语言结构用法有关以外，也也是当然就是跟我们中文、英文背后的社会文化脱不了关系嘛，哈，对不对？我们就是比较比较含蓄、比较保守一点，不像西方人直接哦，哎、欸，但是我们办事效率比他们快一百倍，哎，讲话讲话直接归直接，做事其实很慢慢吞吞，像去银行办个提款卡，还要在家等个两个星期，要等邮局寄过来你才可以领。好，哪像我们在银行办的当下，半小时立马就到手。好啦，离题了，我们刚回来。最后来宾这边说到呢，他觉得，哎、欸，很多时候不管做什么事情，最重要的就是要维持心身心灵的一致，要 align your mind and your heart。因为就这样子才能够维持住我们的耐力，好才有办法把逻辑思考和跟我们的核心理念长久的延续下去。结束之前，这边有一句片语跟几个倒地的用法，大家来先听一下，先不要关掉节目。哎，刚才来宾说中文是一个很 agile 的语言，各位有抓到这是什么意思吗？好，它对它本身有敏捷的意思，那在这边指的就是很活，很有思考空间。他这样讲好像也是哎哈，像这句我们常说，哎，改天约吃饭哦。这个改天到底是是哪一天，没人知道，充满想象空间。另外，就像在尾声用了 radiating， 跟这个 a breath of fresh air，a breath of fresh air 来形容我们美丽大方的来宾，真的是形容的很好。a breath of fresh air 字面上是一口新鲜空气。那实际表达的呢，其实就是让人耳目一新，给人或者事情带来起色这样子。另外 ，radiating 其实也是一个很美的说法，本来有散发或者是发出光啊、辐射啊的意思。那这边呢，就变成是在形容来宾他发光发热的特质。最后一个 ，align，a l i g n， 它有对齐的意思。好，那他刚刚来宾说要 align your heart and your head。或者 align your heart and your mind， 就是表示刚刚讲的维持身心灵的一致，把身、你的头脑跟你的心对齐，好，把身心灵维持一致。好，那希望大家一样都有从今天内容学到一些东西。待会呢，赶快去上网研究一下这个所谓的三 D 列印牛排到底是什么吧。拜拜 ，Bye everyone，peace。
All right. Well, that is our NG Ingwen show for today. We hope everyone enjoyed listening to that. You can connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and now Spotify. You can search NG Ingwen, or you can search on IG NG English I C R T. And don't forget to tune in every Wednesday morning from 6:30 to 7, and Wednesday night from 9 to 9:30. We'll catch you on the next episode. Bye bye. 好啦，今天的节目就到这边告一段落啦。感谢各位的收听，别忘了订阅我们的 Spotify 还有 YouTube 频道哦。那喜欢我们节目的话，也要记得到 Instagram 到 IG 上追踪我们哦。如果各位有什么其他问题是想要问来宾的，也请欢迎在底下留言告诉我们，我们一定会想办法帮你问到手。好啦，那就下周在空中相会喽，拜拜。